Well, yeah, uh, obviously, you know, besides not having Diego for Emporia, uh, it's been a pretty good year up until this point, 13-1 uh, and 6-1 and one in the league. Just starting off with, what have you liked most about this team? What's excited you the most so far here in 22-23? You know, I, I think uh, our willingness to share the ball is, is good. You know, I think that, um, um, you know, we're a very unselfish team. We've got, we've got good kids, um, you know, pretty tough kids. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for us is just continuing to, to build quality habits and, and to, to bring effort every single game, every single day, every single practice. And, you know, just like any team, I think if you can do that more consistently and just get better at what you're good at, I think eventually good things can happen. Sure. And just uh, briefly on the flip side, uh, what are you hoping to, to improve upon as you enter the, kind of this second half of the year? Yeah, I think that that's that's what we're trying to improve on is is just the consistency. It's just making sure that we're ready every single day and making sure that uh, we give our best effort every game, every practice, and that we develop those quality habits. I don't think that we've totally developed those yet, and you know it it takes time. But um, you know this group in particular need to make sure that we continue down that path. Certainly. Well, I talked with uh, Coach Martin yesterday, and uh, he said that if there was a going to be a pick for MIAA Freshman of the Year right now, it would likely be Bennett Sturtz. Um, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but uh, what has Bennett added to this team? It's obviously been an impressive start for him. Yeah, you know, he's been, he's been good. I think he's, he's, he's done a good job of making the people around him better. And if, if you can come in with that mentality as a freshman, especially with the pieces that that we had coming back. I think a lot of times good things can happen for you. And, you know, that's, that's what he's elite at is, is making people better and sharing the basketball and keeping flow and, and those sort of things. And, um, you know, that's what he's done so far this season. Yeah, and then flipping from a first-year player to a fifth-year one uh, in Diego, uh, great to see him uh, back and uh, feeling good, obviously. And um, obviously there was a lot of hype when he announced on the 4th of July, I believe it was, that he was coming back for this fifth year. And everyone knows, you know, what he's meant to Northwest and really uh, this area being a, a local guy. Um, I know day-to-day, game-to-game, you know, it's business as normal and the goal remains the same as it always is. But you know, for him and for you and for this whole team, how special is it just knowing, like, hey, you know, some of these landmarks that we hit this year, these are some last moments here for Diego Bernard. I mean, he's had, a, he's had an unreal career. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, had a, he's had as good a career as, as anyone can have. Uh, three national championships, uh, multiple conference championships, tournament championships, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously has broken quite a few records in regards to just personal statistics. You know, I think for him, just just the you know he's he's the heart and soul of of a team just because of the energy that he can supply uh, a group, a gym, you know, and and you know for us he, he supplies it every day. Um, he's been great as far as the leader this season. Uh, he's 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 allowed those other guys to be comfortable because of his energy and his toughness and his mentality. Um, you know, he's, he's obviously a special, special player and a special person and a great representative of, of this region and, and, you know, a guy that comes out of St. Joe and, and, and obviously um, had a fantastic and has continues to have a fantastic career here at Northwest. 
Certainly. And kind of zooming out from that, you mentioned a little bit uh, the foundation that you were able to return this year besides DB with Luke and Wes, Mitch, Dan, Byron, Isaiah and Luke all seeing uh, pretty significant minutes last year. And obviously, you know, with Trevor departing, you know, some roles kind of changed around a little bit. You've run a few different lineups this year. Um, Have you kind of seen the guys embrace those challenges and those changes? And uh, obviously kind of a, a blessing to have so many guys that you can start or bring off the bench to give you some different looks, I suppose. Yeah, it's nice to have guys that you trust that you can put in. And, and you know, the, the way we've played is pretty much based on what we need that game. You know, whether we need defense, offense, a little bit of both, what kind of lineup is working well together, uh, who's dialed in that day. When you have a, a quality, you know, 8, 9, 10, that makes it a lot easier as a coach to be able to mix and match lineups and then it makes it difficult to scout against just because we can go a variety of directions with our offense and then defensively um, same concept depending upon who we play so uh, it's been nice and it's it's been nice to just have guys that you can trust and put out there and and know that they're going to perform and be ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, uh, looking at Missouri Western, a team that's uh, got off to a pretty good start, 7-3, and three, and a couple of really tough losses here at home over uh, the last week. Uh, like you guys, you know, played a pretty tough schedule, uh, scheduled tough in their non-conference, played in the Hilliard Tip-Off Classic as well. Um, you know, that's a team with a lot of pieces back, uh, so added some D1 transfers. Uh, what do you make of this year's Griffin team? Well, I think they're good. I mean, they're obviously very long. Um, they, they, they compete, they play hard. They just got off a big win at Employer State after they had taken a week off for, mm-hmm. for COVID. Um, yeah, I mean, they're good. Experienced, well-coached, all of it. You know, and, and uh, we'll have our hands full on, on Saturday. They're, um, they're a very good basketball team. Sure. And uh, I guess probably my last question, uh, I've heard you talk about it before that uh, your guys, your team sees everyone's best shot night in, night out, whether it's non-conference, but especially in the MIAA and, uh, you know, obviously Missouri Western, a team that's lost 21 straight to the Bearcats. One could argue there's no team that wants to beat you guys more uh, than the Griffins. But uh, for any team in this league and in D2 right now that beats Northwest, I mean, that's a big deal for them. Uh, I guess uh, what have you found through these few years? years uh, through this tenure that you've been here what have you found as the best way to kind of handle that pressure and deal with that pressure just knowing that night in night out uh, your opponents are going to throw the kitchen sink at you you know I, I think it probably all stems from practice yeah. meaning we try to be more ready I, I guess and compete harder in our practices than anyone in the country mm-hmm. and if we can develop a habit within ourselves to be ready just because we want to be ready, not dependent on an opponent, I think you're able to handle that pressure and sustain success. I think when you see a lot of teams gear up for the Bearcats, it's, it's human instinct to do so. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the good teams are able to fight that human instinct and they're same teams regardless, meaning, you know, they're not up for Northwest Missouri State. Um, more so than they're up for, for anybody else in the conference. And, and I think those are the teams that have sustained success, not necessarily the teams that might beat Northwest Missouri State one time, you know, or, or whatever. It's the teams that can, uh, you know, come in and play with Northwest Missouri State and then 
um, they can go on the road and beat somebody else that they're supposed to beat. You know, I, I don't mm. know if supposed to beat is the right term, but, but that concept where yeah. it's like on paper they're supposed to beat those other teams, but they don't because they're so focused on trying to beat Northwest Missouri State. Um, we try to make sure that, that we don't depend on external factors to motivate us. We just try to motivate ourselves because that's what you do is you play hard and go hard, and that's helped us with the pressure. Excellent.